doing flat bench, six reps of 185 pounds. First time in my life I've ever done it. I had to get to spot, some spotting for my wife, but uh, it's all good. I wanna say thank you to gym guys, specifically to Leroy Huggins, to uh, Ryan, to Giovanna, uh, for helping me out over the last three months. Get to this point, um, if you're considering personal trainers, gym guys is the way to go. Um, they are awesome. And we are live with a lot to do tonight, boys. A lot to do. K&K Sports Show. Kurt Valenti, Kenny Kirkpatrick, and Mr. Alabama Edward Siciliano. Sis, what's going on, my friend? Not much. Still taking a few of my friends. All right. All right. Mr. Kirkpatrick, how are you? I'm doing good, especially in fantasy football because I beat Mr. Valenti twice already this year you beat me now i'll get you postseason my friend let me get i want to get to a couple comments before i get opening statements coach breslin what's up guys looking forward to a great show our great friend amari yo what's up fellas what's going on amari jeremy osworth what's up y'all what's going on d fountain saying greetings I want to give a shout-out, Kenny, real quick, to our sponsors, DMK Apparel with Coach Breslin. Awesome designs. Coach Sis has the shirt on. Coach Sis, can you show the cameras the shirt? There it is, the K&K &K oh, Sports and here's another shirt. Style. There's another one. I was rocking the same red shirt last night on, on All In. Uh, by the way, we had a great show on All In last night. I want to thank all our guests. 
Um, also, so DMK, we got um, the gym guys with uh, Leroy Huggins and group. Uh, little personal training. They do an awesome job. And obviously, Kimber's Tots. We saw the um, the intro. We're going to be working on more sponsors. want to give a shout out to, again, everybody who was on our show last night. Or everyone who wanted to comment. Mark Calderio saying, hey guys, what is up, man? Sure. Wish you were going tomorrow. Yeah, Mark, I cannot go tomorrow. Tomorrow's the Hall of Fame. Kenny, by the way. but I'm gonna... I got to give a shout out to a, to a new sponsor we have. Uh, be sending a little ad for you guys. HB Hunt for sunburn, mosquito bites, all natural, vinegar-based spray. Amazing. It works on the mosquito bites like no tomorrow. Itch goes away instantly. Uh, want to thank, you know, Itch Be Gone. I want to thank them. And, uh, you know, they'll be uh, joining the K&K show uh, sponsor party. Yeah. All right. And, and listen, Coach Breslin saying great show last night. Coach Breslin saying likes the color, Kenny. And Amari saying he needs some of this gear. So you know what? We got to get him on the horn. We got to get another order out, uh, Coach Breslin. We'll Kenny. get another order out. We've got Christmas coming up, but we'll get some Christmas presents out there. Let's go. All right, so let's do this, Kenny, real quick. Let's do 30 seconds or less an opening statement. Could be about anything in professional sports. 30 seconds opening statement. Go ahead. 30 seconds opening statement. Uh, excited for this week in football. We're going to get to our friend Paul Rosen in a bit, but our Giants are in a must-win situation. And in 10 seconds less, a little nervous about the Yankees. You know, we're going to get into a little baseball later on in the show. But I'm a little nervous about the Yankees even making the postseason. And that wasn't like that a month ago. So those are my two opening okay. statements at 30 seconds. Coach Breslin said, is saying trying to make it embroidered if possible for the gear. Mark saying he needs mine, buddy, and reward that. I do owe Mark. Mark does have a T-shirt. Mark, you know what? Tomorrow night I may have time. I may be in Garfield at some point tomorrow night. So let's let's try to meet up tomorrow, and I'll get you your stuff tomorrow. Sis, 30 seconds or less, opening statement about anything. Yep, I'm waiting to see the real Alabama team Saturday. A um, little concerned about the Yankees. A lot to talk about tonight on my what's on my mind as far as Boone goes and the Yankees. And um, looking forward to a great show. All right, sis. Mine real quick. Broncos 2-0. and I'm ecstatic. We got the Jets this week coming home. We better be 3-0. and And I will say this, sis, because we were texting a little bit about um, Saturday night. Right. I Listen, I never say losing's a good thing, obviously. And, hey, tip of the hat to Marty. Penn State will get into it when I do my top four. But I was ultra, ultra proud of my Auburn Tigers going into that environment on Saturday night and going toe-to-toe with a really good Penn State team in their building, in a whiteout. And I'm telling you, Auburn can play with anybody in the country. They got maybe the best backfield in the country. Sis, we'll talk about it later. Definitely play calling was not good on that fourth down. We know the ball should have been in Bigsby's hands, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Mark saying Mets are down one nothing. Jeremy saying the Eagles will beat Dallas on Monday night. So let's get some quick hitters, all right? Let's do some quick hitters. And then we got a little NFL, and our buddy Paul Rosen will be joining us at 8.30 for Giants. Okay. And then uh, that'll, that'll be the first half hour of the show, and we'll go from there. All right, here we go. Quickly, one-word answers. I will start with Sis. Did the Bears make two-part question, part one? 
Did the Bears make the right move today by starting Justin Fields this week? Sis, yes or no? Yes. Kenny? Yes, but when you're done, i got to make a statement. Number two, sis, will he now be well, the— Well, my statement was Dalton's hurt. Dalton's hurt. That's why well, he's— Let me get to my part two. My part two, sis, uh, is will Justin Fields now be the quarterback for the rest of the season? Absolutely. I 1,000% agree with you. Kenny, what about you? I don't 1,000% agree with you guys. He'll be the quarterback because the coach is on the hot seat. Okay. Coach Breslin saying Dallas, oh, I, I this me and Coach Breslin are like mano a mano on this one. And I'm talking about this in NFL. Dallas finally is starting to get it. They ran the ball plenty of times. If they get it, they will be the team to beat in the East. Coach Breslin, I am gonna. I hope you stay on because I'll, I'll tell you the text I read to, to Beelin the other day. If Dallas plays like this, they can win the NFC. They finally smart what they did. Finally, okay. Number two, sis, were Yankee fans wrong for booing Garrett Cole in his last start? Definitely, Kenny. One hundred percent. Okay. Agree with this. Yeah, I agree with this. One hundred percent. Kenny Ben Simmons said today he will not report and he will never play for the Philadelphia 76ers again. Do you think he will stick with that? Unfortunately, yes. Sis, he's a crybaby. Coach uh, Jeremy saying Nick Foles is Chicago's best bet. Beelan saying I might have to hop on shit later. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Coach Beelan saying hello, go. fellas. Go Bulldogs. He's going to come off for NFL. If he wants to come on, Kenny, we'll get him. All right. Second part of that question, Kenny. If you were the Nets, would you rather have Kyrie Irving or Ben Simmons? I can't believe I'm saying this. Kyrie Irving. Sis, Kyrie Irving or Ben Simmons? Kyrie Irving, easy. I think Kyrie's the better player, but if you can give, if you could take Harden with Simmons and KD, I think that's a better team than Kyrie Harden and KD. He does a lot of stuff. He does a lot of stuff. Uh, Jeremy saying Ben Simmons will stick with his answer. Coach Breslin, I think he will stick with his answer as well. Okay, one to ten, Kenny. One to ten, with ten being the most. How nervous was Sis during the Bama and Florida game in the fourth quarter? Nine point eight. <laughs> I'm gonna say he was probably an eight. I'll say an eight. What about you, Sis? One to ten. Be honest. I'm being honest. I'm gonna say about a six point five. Okay. To be honest with you. That's, that's pretty high for oh, that's you. That's a that's some nervous. That's that's, that's nervous. Answer. I was you joking around with the nine point eight. I would have went for like eight. An eight. I get it. It's all good. It's okay. That, that's an honest answer. I respect that. Mark you is saying. Mark is saying an eight good. or a nine. Mark is saying an eight <laughs> or a nine. Uh, Coach Breslin saying he'd rather have Ben Simmons. They have a score in Durant and Harden. I don't like Irving. I totally agree with them. I am on board with him. All right. Sis, Tua got hurt again. Is there a chance that he's just right now in Miami's eyes 
He's not the future. Have they made that decision right now? He's not their he's not their quarterback of the future. Again, that it's it's hard to say because you know he, you know physically he's hurt. So it that's a hard question to answer. I mean, obviously, if you're hurt and you can't play, that that's a big issue. So that's my answer. Kenny, I think he could be their future, but it's hard to say. Like I said. Because they had nothing when he did get hurt. They lost 35 of nothing. And uh, so Tua may be their answer for the future if he can stay healthy. Okay. Sis, I got to start with you on this. And now, we're, and then and then we're going to put Kenny a lie detector test on Kenny to see if he's honest, Sis, okay? All right. Over, under, Kenny bench press right now tonight. 100 pounds, over or under? I'm going to say over. Okay. Kenny, be honest. 100 pounds right now. Can you bench press it? Might be a push. Might be a push. He needs a spot. That's cool. Kenny, uh, Mark is saying LOL over. So he's laughing, but he's oh boy, going. Boy, I like, I like the, I like the uh, confidence in me. I like Jeremy's that. saying he should be able to do the over. I'm going to go over with you too, Kenny. I'm going over with you too. I appreciate it. Eddie's just went LOL. He didn't even give away what it was. He just said LOL. All right, Kenny, is Penn, what you saw, if you guys watched the game Saturday night, Penn State, is the <laughs> Penn State whiteout the best crowd venue in college football? Top three by far. I'd have to go back and think about it, but definitely top three. Sis, is that the best venue you saw that whiteout no, Saturday night? Not at all. I agree with Ken. Top three or four. Ooh, see, I, you know what? I, I'm going to be honest. They ran on that field. That place was, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what, what now, tops that. Virginia can Tech? I can I ask something? Sure. Real quick, I think they made a mistake by having that whiteout against an SEC opponent. Have it against Ohio State or Michigan. Why why have the whiteout against Auburn when you know just ha- you got your home field advantage? Well, they I can think have they another white. Why can't they do it? They again? can have another one, but it's not going to be. You know, I don't know. That's just me. Okay, Mark saying like that filled five. up throughout the season. You're seven and zero, oh, and then you play in Michigan. Know, that's where I, you have the whiteout. No, it's a, it's a real good point. Mark saying it's definitely top five. Eddie Murphy saying that Kenny will need some of Sis's Gatorade to do the one hundred to do on the one hundred pounds. There they go. There they go, Sis. All right, Sis. I'm you guys, go. you guys have to understand this real quick. It's the same thing, like with the Alabama game. They put the players in the right positions. Penn State, you know, same thing. Did did uh, Auburn put their plays in the right positions? Yeah. I, I think the crowd has a little bit to do with it. I, I don't care where these games are, but my opinion, and I'll cut it short, the bottom line is if you put the players in the positions, they have to make the plays. Thank you. Right, but I'm just saying that crowd – I. Listen, you know my father is always you come on, you know, sis, when we used to argue we argue all the time. We still argue about it with the home field doesn't mean it. Listen, you're going to that crowd. 
First off, on offense, you're doing silent counts. You're not audible in as much. It, it, listen, Peyton Manning's one of the best quarterbacks of all time, right? All that stuff he did, I mean, Briggs, he used to hate it, but all that stuff he did on the road, it was a different animal. You know, you can't do it. You, it's just, I'm sorry. It's just the defense is more fired up from that crowd. It's It matters. No, I'm not debating that. All I'm saying is I would, I would say it, it helps a little bit, but it's not 50-50 home field advantage. No, I mean, no, no. No, okay. Sis, I'll start with you on this. And Coach Breslin brought it up. If the Dallas Cowboys play like they did Sunday, and I don't mean, I mean game plan, and and that's how they play, running the ball, take the ball out of Dak's hands. Dak, you're going to manage the game. We're going to run, run, run. When they bring that safety now, it's eight in the box. Now we're going to go over the top. We're not going to come out five wide and throw it 50 times because he can't do it. We're going to throw him 27. We're going to run it 32. We take our poorest defense, and the defense stays on the sideline. Why? Because we're eating up clock, running the ball, running the ball. Play action, Dak, hit a little tight end in the flat. If they play like that, and that's their game plan going forward, sis, okay, will they contend in not only in the NFC East, will they be contenders in the NFC? Because my answer is yes. Sis. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to disagree with you. I didn't watch the game, but real quick, I, I understand the Chargers made a ton of, ton of mistakes, and they had like three or four uh, personal fouls called against them. So, that, again, that all factors into a game. I'm not that high on Dallas, though. Okay. I'm not. Kenny, my question again. I'm sorry. I I got the question. Okay. I I, I did watch the game real quick because it was on down here. The Chargers gave them that game and the refs, not sour grapes, because I'm not a Cowboy fan. I dislike the Cowboys, but not sour grapes. The refs gave them, handed them the game at the end there. That being said, no, I disagree with you, Kurt. Can they win the NFC East? Yes, absolutely. Contend for the NFC? No. Why? Coach Breslin will answer that. The big D. No defense. Until they have a defense, they're not going to contend anywhere. But you protect your defense by running the ball. I agree with that. I agree with that. But... Listen, their defense didn't miraculously get better in six days and only gave up 14 points. They weren't on the field. They controlled how much of the clock. So Again, I was, was just said they had bad penalties, the Chargers. They beat themselves. Okay, a couple more comments. Coach Breslin saying if they do that, they can win the NFC East. Jeremy, I think Eagles has too good of a defense for Dallas to be able to beat them. Coach Breslin is agreeing with me. Yes, I would agree. Scott Cole, uh, check him out on the Rocky Mountain Sports Report. Dallas will win the NFC East with that, and I agree they can contend in the NFC. Prescott wants a Tampa rematch. Jeremy's saying Eagles can contend and win the NFC. And here's my last one, and I'm going to start this with Kenny. Okay? And I want the I want the audience to I want the audience to answer this one. I'm going to read every answer because this is important because I know how big of wrestling fans you two guys are, especially sis. Oh yeah. If you had yeah. if you had to have me do one of these wrestling moves to you, which one would you choose? Number 1. 
I hit you in the back with a steel chair. Number two, I throw you through a table. Number three, I throw you off of a steel chair, a steel cage. Which one would you pick if you had to let me do this? Okay. Me, I'm not doing the table because I'm not a Bills fan. We're not Bills Mafia here. Two, I don't want the steel chair. That's kind of boring. So I'm going to start something new. So we'll, you can throw me off the steel cage into uh, into a crowd of giant fans, we'll say. There we go. All right. Jeremy's saying throw off a steel cage. Scott's saying a chair. Says, what about you? I'm allowed, I have to do one of these to you. You want me to let you what? You want me to hit you with a steel chair? Throw you through a table or throw you off of a steel a steel cage? Hit me with a steel chair because I'll shake it right off. <laughs> that, I there we see, go. We got to get video. Uh, Swanton Dime, I can see Kurt doing Eddie Murphy saying. Uh, those are my, that's my quick hitters for the night, Kenny. All right. So we're, we're, we're doing okay on time. We may be running about five minutes behind. We got Paul in the waiting room. We're going to get to him in about 15 minutes, Paul. Okay. So please bear with us. Uh, by the way, a Marvy Stain steel chair too. Yep. Little, let's do a little NFL Week Two review. And uh, what I got in this week's review, guys, is uh, you know Week Two, we had some Week One, we had some upsets, and Week Two, you know, some nice bounce back wins for some of these teams. Wait, Kenny, and Kenny, I got to interrupt you one more time because we always interrupt you when it's when it's the women. Luby Rosen is saying, just saying hi, sports people. Enjoy your cool show. So I have to cut you Thank off you, for Luby. Thank you, Luby. So here's what I got for this week in NFL Review Week 2. Week 1, we had some big ups. So out of these teams, and I'll start with Kurt. <clears throat> out of these teams, I got six of them listed. Bills bounced back with a 35 nothing win against the Dolphins. Ravens bounced back. Nice Monday night win against the Chiefs, 36-35, after losing to the Raiders on opening uh, opening night. Uh, Packers, we all know what happened to them against the Saints, 38-3. They bounced back nice against the, the Lions, 35-17. Patriots, heartbreaking loss week one. They bounced back against the Jets, 25-6. Cowboys, you just mentioned, they lost in week one against the Bucks in a hard fought game. And then they fought back and came and beat the Chargers 20 to 17. And the Titans pulled out a three point victory down there in Seattle, 33 30. Out of those teams, Kurt, who is, in your opinion, on the top of the list that's going to make a big run now, you know? You know, they had their, their setback in week one. Who can go now? Like, let's say, let's say after six games can be five and one. Like, who can go on a nice little five-game win streak here? Not even not even looking at their schedules because I don't have schedules in front of me. Just by their performance, who do you like? I can uh, tell you who they got this week. The Bills got the uh, – who the Bills got? Bills got, Bills got the – Washington football team, the Ravens got the Lions, the Packers got 49ers, Patriots have uh, Saints, 
Cowboys got the Eagles and the Titans got the Colts. Who's right, bouncing I'll... back with another big who's gonna have the biggest win again this week? All right, well, a couple comments real quick. Jeremy saying week two Rams coach needs leads needs to learn how to use Deshaun Jackson. If not, they could struggle. Jackson is their fastest player. Scott Cole is saying Green Bay hands down. Week one was a fluke. Jeremy's saying I agree. Green Bay will be five and one. I want to say Green Bay, but the only thing is I do I do not like the matchup this week at San Francisco. Every time, the last two times they've gone to San Francisco, they've given up something like 230 yards on the ground. I don't know if their defense can hold in San Francisco. And you know what Shanahan's going to do is run it right down their throat. And I am not, listen, I do not believe in that defense over there. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He's going to give them a shot to win. But I'm going to say the most impressive team, and that's going to go on a run, is Buffalo. You know, they went into Miami, Tua, no Tua, whatever, and just ran, really showed, hey, we could be an AFC contender. So I'm going to say Buffalo. If Green Bay, um, if, um, if Green Bay wasn't playing the Niners, and I'm getting a couple of things, Niners have a tough defense. Scott's saying 49ers have injury or running back questions and Kittle hasn't even gotten warm yet. Great point. But it's plug and play with Shanahan. I want to see him do it Sunday night because they they have not beaten San Francisco in that building. But I will say Buffalo. I'm going to double down with that, Kurt, so I'm not even going to – I'm going to agree with you 100%. I'm not going to even add anything. Uh, you hit it all on the button there. I'm agreeing you with you with Buffalo. How about you, sis? Who do you think is going to – Best chance here of being five and one after their week one loss. No, Adi. From what I've seen, Kansas City getting beat by the Ravens. I called that. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's a, a pretty even playing field, and I don't think anybody's gonna gonna run five off in a row. This year, so far, I know it's early. I think it's totally up for grabs. That's my opinion. Okay. I got this now for next. I got back to reality, Kurt. These five teams won in week one, and then they lost last week. Now I'm going to ask you this a little differently. I'm going to give you the team, and you you tell me if it's back to reality or are they going to get back to winning ways. Eagles in week one crushed the Falcons. Last week they lost to the Niners. Hard fought. They lost 17-11. Back to reality for the Eagles against the Cowboys, or are you going to bounce back with a win? Uh, I don't like them at all this week. I, I, I Listen, I am so high on Dallas if they play the way they did. I'm going to say uh, back to reality. Back to reality. I'm going to agree with you. And, sis, back to reality for the Eagles. Your friend, oh, uh, oh, They're going to beat Dallas. Watch what you say over there. They're going to beat Dallas. Okay. Go back, sis, on this one. Steelers, week one, upset the Bills. Last week, they lost to the Raiders. Back to reality this week with the Bengals coming to town, or did they go back to winning ways? Winning ways. Uh, return the belt, by the way, is picking the 49ers over the Packers. He's getting into that discussion. Jeremy saying, my Eagles will beat Dallas. I'm going to say that they beat the Bengals, so back to reality. Uh, Back to winning. Wins. Watch the quarterback situation there, though. Watch the quarterback yeah, situation. Defense. But I agree. Defense. I think I think the defense will come up big, and I think they they uh, they continue winning ways. <clears throat> Texans. Here's a they uh, beat the Jaguars week one. 
played well against the Browns, 31-21. Now they get the Panthers on Thursday night. Back to reality for them with no Tyrod Taylor or they get back to winning ways? You asking me? Yeah. Um, Back to reality. Carolina beats them again. By the way, real quick, Amari is saying – Amari saying he wants to say it in the Stephen A. Smith voice. Dallas, Dallas is an accident waiting to happen. LOL. Uh, return the belt is picking the Eagles, and there he is, the boss, Bobby Blackjack, already because he's two and zero. Kenny saying greetings from the K and K Fantasy League's number one team. Bobby, you need to come on uh, our friend Scott's uh, fantasy uh, football show there, Rocky Mountain. And uh, hang out over there. You want to? He's bragging. He's two and zero. Oh, so you know. Hey, he can he's brag two and zero. Oh. He that. could brag. I'm zero and two, so I can't say nothing. I'm two and zero oh in our uh, other league, but I'm not bragging. It's too early. Texans is easy. How about this one, sis? The Saints. They uh, thirty-eight three against the Packers, and then t- lose last week, twenty-six to seven against the Panthers. Now they go play Mr. Belichick. Are they going to get back to winning ways, or are they falling back down the reality? They're back in reality. Jamin Winston, it's over. And Kurt. Back to reality. Jameis Winston against Bill Belichick on the road. No way. My last thing on the week two recap, and then we're going to bring our friend Paul in to talk Giants. We haven't done any Giants yet. Kurt, your surprise team so far this year. Panthers. I'm going to go Raiders. Raiders are really surprising me. They played two tough teams in the Ravens and Steelers on the road. You know, they had the Raven, Ravens at home, but then they go to Pittsburgh and beat Pittsburgh. That's in, that's impressive start. Sis, who's your surprise team so far this year? The Ravens. I like it. And I'm going to come right back to you, sis, for a disappointing team this year. Hmm. Right now, Washington Redskins. <laughs> I like it. Even though they're one and one, I like it because yep. we had them beat last week. We did. Yep. I don't want to yep. say the Giants because Paul coming in, that would be an obvious one. Uh, Kurt, you got one? Yep, the Vikings. How do they constantly the guy miss the field goal? They're a mess. Go on. I don't know how um what's his name? The head a zip is it Zimmer? This Mike Zimmer. Yeah. I just, come on. I mean, come on. I, well, I'm gonna give you my my disappointing team is the Indianapolis Colts. Yes, good one. By the way, Bobby's saying gotta send you the new branding logos. Yes, please send them. I'll get them right up. And by the way, Kenny, I sis left, but I was showing you before. Bobby's got the on the um Bobby's network. He's got the sports, um, like a whole new sports wagering channel. He's got a little. Oh, he had to get some water. Kenny, assist. Bobby's going to be starting a horse racing show. I could definitely sis on see on that horse racing show. Paco Lopez, sis. Paco Lopez. That being said, I'm going to bring in our good friend Paul Rosen for our weekly Rosen's Roundtable with the New York Giants talk. Okay. There's our good friend Paul Rosen. How you doing, Paul? All right. How are you guys? There he is. What's up, Paul? How are you? All right. All right. Thank you for coming on. 
weekly segment here, Rosen's Roundtable, the New York Giants weekly weekly discussion. And uh, the floor is yours, my friend. Thank you. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Um, Kurt, first of all, congratulations to you two in the Broncos. I have to give you all the kudos. Let's uh, keep it going, baby. Let's keep okay. it going. Let's go. It's well, been a long time, Paul. It's been a long time since two. I know, and I think with the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets coming in, uh, I think you guys look good. Three and zero, first game at home. So, I finally calmed down a week later. Okay, and um, I just want to uh, say that um, I have a saying. All good teams find ways to win. All bad teams find ways to lose. And right now, I think the Giants are a very bad team. With I, I agree. Yeah. With everything that happened last week between the bad D, the drop uh, touchdown, the touchdown callback, the penalties, the poor coaching, and we'll get to that in a little bit, with everything that happened, they still had a chance to win this game. And I want to begin with two minutes and 20 seconds left when James Bradbury, who was burned the whole game by Terry McLaurin, steps in and makes an unbelievable interception. So now we have the ball with two minutes and 16 seconds left. And what do we do? Two runs, an inter uh, uh, incomplete pass. We kick the field goal. We give the ball right back to Washington with two minutes left. Sis, Kenny, what would you have done in that in that situation, in your opinion? What would you have done at that point? You want to go first, sis? You want me to go? No, you, you can go first because I, off the top of my head, uh, <clears throat> Garrett's not very creative. But go right ahead, Kenny. I would, uh, I would have definitely went for it. <laughs> I would have not. I would have. I wouldn't have did two runs, and then throw on third down. I would have thrown on second down, open it up. I mean, Daniel Jones, roll him out, run him, run Daniel Jones. I mean, he almost he had a hundred yards, five yards minus hundred. He had ninety-five yards rushing. Yeah, I had the, the Washington defense on the ropes the whole game, and then you get conservative at the end with two minutes. Yeah, it's terrible. I Terrible coaching. I know that's part of your segment later, so I'll get into that later. But yeah. I would have done it differently for sure. I would have I would have opened it up. You know, I'm sitting there writing notes, and I wrote in big, bold letters, I said, so conservative to play for only a field goal. I wrote, only up by two points, you must go for a touchdown. And I'll get into that right now. And here's why I think they had to go for a touchdown. If they were tied 27-27 and they kick a field goal, okay, so at worst, you hand the ball back to Washington, it's a tie game with two minutes left. Even if they bring the ball down the field and kick a field goal, you're tied and you go into overtime. But that field goal by the Giants, you're only up by two points. You're still giving them an opportunity to come down the field and win the game. If they had gone for a touchdown and say they went for the two-point conversion, which they would have had to have done, now you're up by seven points. Even if they come down and drive the ball down 
the field and, and score, they tie the game up. It goes into overtime. So the Giants coaching staff didn't understand, in my opinion, the philosophy of trying to go for a touchdown. At worst, even if you play the uh, take time off the clock and you kick the field goal with 30 seconds or 20 seconds, pick a, a small amount of time, at least then you're not giving the ball back to them with a lot of time, and chances are they use that timeout. So, in my opinion, um, they they blew that in the coaching situation. The other thing is there was at no time in the game where the Giants' defense, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, stopped Washington at all. Why did Joe Judge think with two minutes left that that was going to happen? So that was another frustration part of my, um, my my feeling about the game. In any event, let me ask you guys, why we saw the defense. Last year, the defense was top 10. Give me your opinions, guys, why you think the defense has turned around and have been so bad the first two games. Sis? Well, before I even touch that, you brought up a great point about 10 minutes ago. The good teams know or they know how to find a way to win and the bad teams find a way to lose. And I think right now that's exactly what's going on with the Giants. Now, getting back to the game, no little short passes to anybody out of the backfield, no slants. When you play conservative and you play to lose, you're going to lose. Defensively, I think Blackberry, you know, they're, they're lining up wrong. It, it looks like a ball of confusion to me watching it on TV. That's, again, that's just my take on it. Kenny, what do you think about that? Very similar to Sis's response. I think the coaching, I'm not liking what I'm seeing from the coaching, you know. I don't, you know. Maybe blitz a little more on defense. You're supposed to have a good secondary. So, you know, throw a little corner blitz in there every once in a while or a safety blitz. You know, you're supposed secondary is supposed to be your strength. You know, I do like what I see out of our rookie Ujari. He's got two sacks already, one each game. Right. But then you don't hear from him the rest of the game. It's like Exactly. No, like I don't no. know I don't know if Graham's playing more conservative than he did last year or or what it is right now, because, you know, we didn't face Terry McLaurin's good, but who else does Washington have to throw the ball to that we're going to get beat like that by Tyler Heineke? Yeah. You know, so, yeah. and then on week one, you know, as good as Kurtz Broncos are playing, you know, yeah, you had Judy and Sutton, but I feel we should have pressured, had a better chance to pressure them more there. So, We'll see what happens this week against Matt Ryan. They they better win. You know, it's going to be a long season if we don't win Sunday. Yeah. But, uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I, I agree with Sis. I think they need to be more aggressive on defense. You know, they, they told us we needed a second cornerback opposite Bradbury. We got Tory Jackson, who was supposed to be this great player. And yet, adding him – it seems like the defense now has become a soft zone as opposed to 
playing press man to man. Do you, have you been seeing that in the two games so far? Oh, I'm sorry, Paul. What was the uh, uh, Dory Jackson? Right, was the question? Right. Um, it seems like they're playing more of a soft zone as more opposed- of a soft zone, and I'm not sure why because I I think like we saw James Bradbury was getting beat like said from McLaurin, but then he got aggressive. He made that interception. I think Dory Jackson could be the same type of player, so. It should be more of a press type of coverage instead of soft zone. Man, man to man, press at the front, bump and run. That's the defense that they should be running. Not they're, the, they're not playing an attacking defense. That's the bottom line. Yeah. They're not playing yeah. an attack, attacking defense. Yeah, and, and after the last year's defensive uh, uh, upgrade, you would think right. that with the additions that they had, they would be playing more. So I'm not understanding that. Um, all right, Let, let's go to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because there was some good that came out of this game. Sis, why don't you give me your good, bad, and ugly in the game? I thought Daniel Jones managed the game pretty good. I think the bad, again, the play calling to me is terrible. Again, nothing against Garrett personally. He's got no imagination, man, how to open it up and, you know, try to confuse uh, different defenses. And lastly, I agree with Kenny said 100%. If they lose to Atlanta next week, this week rather, they might win five games. They might. Would you say... Sunday's game is a must-win. No, because it, it, it's every week. It's the same thing. You know, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Matty Ice can still play, man. That's not a cakewalk in the park against Atlanta. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, yeah, I can you know. hear where the game is. Yep, absolutely. Kenny, what was your good, bad, and ugly? My good, and I got to see it for a few weeks before I start believing it, was Daniel Jones. Use his legs, 95 yards rushing. It's that type of league, the quarter of running quarterbacks league this, these days. Let him use his legs. We don't have – it'll open up the run game, that's for sure. Uh, his pass efficiency is – he was very – he was his managing, just like Sis said, he was very consistent, throwing the ball right on – lived up to his name, Danny Dimes. I want to see it for the next two, three weeks before I start believing in it. But that was my good. My bad was Giants defense as a whole, minus the Bradbury interception defense. You got a backup quarterback, Tyler Heineke. You can't let Washington run the, uh, pass down your throat like that when you're supposed to have a strong secondary. And the ugly was the coaching. Hands down, the coaching. And, uh, you know, as I said a couple of weeks ago, we can go 0-17 and, and judge's job is safe. But start coaching like this a few more weeks, I'm going to be uh, looking elsewhere for a coach. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Joe Judge comes out and tries to say all the right things. But as we know, this is a bottom-line league. And if you don't start winning, it doesn't start translate into wins. It becomes a difficult situation. And 
You know, you have the players on board and they're saying all the right things, they back him, but you start losing, it becomes a very difficult trip that, that uh, slowly becomes rocky a little bit. So you want to share some comments or? Um, yeah, again, a bunch of people, uh, I want to give a shout out to Brian saying, and, and, and this is bad news for the, um, for giant fans, but I, it's what we've been saying all night. Dallas is looking like they're going to take the NFC East. And I think it's bad news for giant fans because if Dallas plays that game style of running the rock and letting not make, you know, not putting the game on deck and letting them game manage it and they go behind that offensive line, it's, it's going to get, I'm telling you, it can get ugly. So, um, I would be very worried as a Giant fan for Dallas. I mean, I know you got your own issues, but just looking at Dallas, they do have the talent in that division. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Got a couple more. Marty joins in a separate lunch. He was talking about your Auburn, Kurt. But uh, says it, and he thinks it's a must win for the Giants. If we lose, heads are going to roll. Uh, Jeremy Oswald, Giants should have never got rid of Golden Tate. Uh, he's predicting the Falcons win 30 to 21. Uh, then a couple people, Kurt, asked the question, is this a must win for the Giants in the chat? And people are saying yes. So that's some comments that were mentioned okay. so far. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, what would your grades be for offense, defense, uh, special teams and coaching. Sis? Uh, Offense, I'll give him a C. Defense, I'll give him a C. Coaching, I'll give him a D. What was the last one? And special teams. I'll give them a B. <laughs> I think Gano is almost automatic right now. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Player right now. <laughs> as sad as that is. How about you, Kenny? I'm going to go B on the offense. We need to get the running game going or it would have been an A. Defense, I'm going to go going to go D on the on the defense. I don't I didn't like what I saw in the defense and very disappointed in them. I'm also going to go a D in the coaching. I'm going to go A on the special teams with Graham Gano. How many kicks in a row? And he kicked that fifty-something yarder. And I, you know, that's why I'm going A with him. I feel comfortable with him when he kicks the ball, and I haven't felt that way in a long time about a field goal kicker. And when he's in there, I just feel like he's automatic. So right now, so he's getting. I'm going to give the special teams an A. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with you guys and also stay a D for the coaching. And and here's where I'm very disappointed in in both Garrett and Judge. At the end of the game, that could have been a defining moment. What did Herman Edwards always say? You play to win the game. And the fact that at that point, after everything else had gone on in that game, as we just talked about, they had a chance to steal that game. And if they had, in my opinion, coached the way they could have, they could have held the ball, kicked the field goal later, and wound up uh, winning that game and walking out of there with the win and feeling good about themselves. And now, of course, they come back and they're 0-2. So, yeah, the coaching has to get better. It really, really does. Well, um, let me read some some comments for, for Kurt. He's having some 
I think I'm back, Kenny, but just take these and then I'll take them from going here. I'll, I'll take, take over these comments and then you can guard up. So in regards to the question, Paul, Jeremy Oswald's given the defense. Everything is a D for him, uh, but special teams is going to be a B. So D, 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 and B. Uh, Manny DeLima, he's a Cowboy fan, Paul. He's saying must lose for Giants. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Our friend Amari is giving the offense a C minus, defense D. D minus coaching D minus special teams B minus. And that that's up to date comments, Kurt. So you are back. Okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll see if I'm back. All right. So as we talked about the giants are playing the Falcons this week and they're both 0-2. So something's got to give with these two teams um, down here in Florida. I watched the bucks play the Falcons and I have to tell you guys, if the Giants don't come out and be ready, they are going to get uh, beat by the Falcons. I'm going to say that right now. Falcons were down uh, 28 to, I believe, it was 7. And they came back, the Falcons, and they made it 28-25 before the Bucs uh, forced some turnovers by Matt Ryan. And I know the Falcons have given up 80 points already in the first two games. But their defense is fast. They're playing a 3-4. They have a new coach. Um, they've changed some personnel. As we know, Julio Jones has been traded. They uh, they could have gone with their first pick for maybe a new franchise quarterback, but they, they, they're stu uh, stuck with Matty Ryan. Um, and they brought in that kid, uh, Kyle Pitts, from Florida. I watched him on Sunday. He's very impressive. Uh, he may give the Giants fits on Sunday. So uh, if, if the Giants don't come out and play tough, mistake-free football, this Falcon team can come in and upset them, which would be a shame because, as you guys may know, uh, Sunday the Giants are retiring Eli Manning's jersey. I didn't know that. Yeah, in a ceremony at halftime. <laughs> oh, the, the fans will be fired up. Guarantee you they want to see some good football, especially going into the half. They better hope that the Giants are playing well and winning well uh, and winning going into that, that uh, halftime uh, ceremony. So with that in mind, um, I want to do, instead of know your opponent, I want to do a quick Eli Manning. Uh, Book of Eli uh, quiz. So, Curtis, Curtis said, you can play along if you want. Okay. Yeah. With the audience. You play okay. along with the audience. Okay. Which Giants receiver caught the most TD passes from Eli? Victor Cruz, Hakeem Nix, Plaxico, or Odell Beckham? Let's give the audience about. 10 seconds to respond if anybody wants to respond, but I got an, I got an answer. If you want me to answer it. Okay. Ken. Then Kenny, we'll go ahead. I'm going to go our good friend or well, our rival high school, Patterson Catholic alumni, Victor Cruz. Jeremy, okay. by the way, Jeremy beat you. Cause he said Victor Cruz also. Sis, uh, you got an sis, answer. Do you have an answer? No, no, no answer. All right. Surprisingly, our old friend Odell Beckham Jr. 
Wow. Yeah, I was surprised about that too. I thought it was. I thought it was. Victor. And we traded him. And yeah. Gettleman trades him. Okay. Um, you guys may remember this. Um, if Eli throws a final pass like Phil Sims did during his Jersey retirement ceremony, he threw it to uh, LT. Who should he? Who should catch it? Tumor, Plaxico, Victor, or David Tyree? Sis? Tyree. Okay. Kurt? Plaxico. Kenny? I'm going to go different. I'm going salsa with Victor Cruz, and you get him to do the salsa in the end zone. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it was it should be Victor Cruz. Jeremy saying Victor should catch it too. Okay. Um, okay. Fun question. What city does Eli yell out when he's calling plays? A Albany, B Baltimore, C New Orleans, D Omaha. <laughs> I know it, but we'll let the audience get, get a chance on it. We'll give him about 10 seconds. Okay. Luby saying Omaha. Omaha. Right? Omaha. Of course. Okay. Here's my two part question to all of you guys. Amari saying Omaha, Omaha, like he's chanting it. So, Omaha. <laughs> all right. Two part question regarding Eli. Is Eli a Hall of Famer? And part B of it is, is he worthy of being a first ballot Hall of Famer? It's a good question. Uh, I guess I'll go first. I'm going to say Hall of Famer, yes, because of the Super Bowls. Beat the Patriots, the undefeated season of the Patriots. First ballot, I'm going to say no. Okay. Um, do you think if he doesn't get in on the first time, he would get in possibly the second time? Um, I do. I do think. I do think it's a second time. It all depends, I guess, on who else is there coming in. He may be a first ballot. Right. It all depends, I guess, who's coming in with him. Jeremy uh, saying. Jeremy saying. Eli is a Hall of Famer and a first ballot Hall of Famer. Okay. Sis, what do you think? First team Hall of Famer, all ballot. Yep, I agree. Sounds good. Amari saying yes, Hall of Famer. I don't know about first ballot though. Yeah, I, I would, I would feel that he's definitely a Hall of Famer. I think his statistics when he retired last year was top ten. Two Super Bowl championships, two Super Bowl MVPs, clearly rank him right up there with with many of the other Super Bowl quarterback MVPs, and I, I think uh, the justification for the, for him to be a Hall of Famer is definitely there. Manny's um, saying, "I don't know about a first ballot," and I think that's the consensus here. You know, it's it's yeah, a thing. Yeah, no, I I I, I agree. I I think that also. Um, Kurt, I just have two quick questions for you. Well, sure. one actually, and then uh, I'll be finished with my segment. So, um, who would you like to see buying the Denver Broncos? The 
Peyton Manning group or the John Elway group? You know what? This is going to shock you, and this is a, it's a great question because it's such a, a topic, and you're talking about two people who are uh, – listen, Elway is Mr. Bronco, Mr. Denver. He'll always be. But I, I kind of agree with what I heard this week on Denver Radio where one of the guys said – Jeremy's actually saying John Elway group is I've already you know I've already seen basically John Elway run this team and listen he got him to two Super Bowls they were bad they were bad and he got Peyton Manning and he got the two Super Bowls one one in 2015 but you know what I'm gonna lean Manny saying Kurt Valenti is the next owner Oh, I wish. I wish. Come on, hoops. We're going to Colorado. Let's go. Um, you know what? I, I don't know. I would. This is going to shock a lot of people, but I would go with Peyton Manning. I just think that, you know, he's going to have that plan, and he's going to. He's not going to accept as Elway. Elway's not going to accept like he wants to be number one. But I think Manning is just going to do it a different way, and I think Elway a little bit wore out his welcome as the GM slash president. And I don't know. I would go Peyton Manning. That would be mine. Kurt, do you, Kurt, do you know the figure? Because I do. Oh, the figure is something four? like something like was it four billion or something? Four exactly. It's four billion dollars. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, and, and, and and Peyton Manning has the money. That, that's just it, it's crazy because yep. you know he's got to be part of a group and you know what that yep. Paul I would say man it's it just it's fascinating because it could be yeah. Manning versus Elway. Duking for ownership of the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, Kenny, do you want to respond or? Uh, yeah, I'll give that to I, I It's going to be interesting to see who uh, who does take it. You know, what I think they should do though is turn it into Lambo. Let the let the fans own it. You know, no ownership <laughs> over there like Lambo. Be the AFC version of Green Bay. Kurt would be the at the head of the line, I'm oh sure. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Our good friends at Rocky Mountain Sports would love that. No, oh. um, you, you know, I think when it comes down to it, you have uh, Peyton, who's what is he about 45, 46, somewhere around there. So he's still a young guy. Yeah, he's still energy. Um, I think he's never wanted to be a coach or a head coach, um, but I think his entrepreneurialship has always wanted him uh, in, in a sense he wanted to own something so i think it's almost natural for him to want to be able to own a team what better than a team that he led to a super bowl and um i think elway as great as he was you know i think he is sort of on the downside of yeah. his career and life and and he's he's seen the best of everything so maybe it would be great if a guy like peyton would come in with his uh, group and, and our own Broncos. I'm down for that, Paul. I would be ecstatic with that. Well, that's it for, for my segment. Thank you, guys. Appreciate oh, it. I love, uh, I love your spin on words. I love the book of Eli. <laughs> love, the, love your spin on words. Uh, no, Paul, always, you know, love looking. As a Giant fan, I look forward, win or lose, look forward to the Giants talk with you each and every week. I know Sister Breeze and audience and Kurt as well. So, you know, thank you again for, for coming on and joining us each week. You know, we thank you. Appreciate I appreciate I appreciate it. Go Giants. Let's get a win for Eli this weekend. And uh, hopefully we'll have a lot, uh, a lot 
better things to talk about next I'll week. I'll be uh, actually on my way home from Atlantic City, so you may have to fill me in on some updates if anything good happens. In okay. The I'm going to count Definitely. on you for that. <laughs> All right. I will. You have a good night, Paul. We'll Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Good night. Bye-bye. Kenny, real quick, Luby saying amen to that about hopefully the Giants win. I want to catch you up to a couple comments. Um, real quick, couple comments. Uh, Manny saying, I totally agree with you, Kurt. I think Pollard's going to have a big explosive game on Monday night. I totally agree. A um, couple other things here. Manny saying that's pocket change, $4 billion. Uh, Jeremy saying... One thing I didn't like about Elway is he isn't fond of a quarterback who leaves the pocket. That is very true, Jeremy. Elway will still tell you to this day, Super Bowls are won from the pocket. Um, yep. And Manny is saying, go Falcons to all you guys to get you guys fired Oh, up. yeah. He's, he's yeah. touche, touche. We always bash the Cowboys on here. Now, great segment by Paul. Thanks. want to thank him again for coming on tonight. Always... Uh, Always fun talking to little giants. And uh, going to bring in the next guy who wanted to join us tonight. Mr. Controversy himself is back from some more. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, but we, I think we're ready for your little segment, Kurt. We got Broncomania and then Sis's Mind. All right. I'm going to be, I'll be quick with Broncomania. I mean, I'll be super quick. You know, listen. They did. Yeah, Paul started the Bronco Mania without even knowing. That was a great question that uh, he had with the ownership. Great question. You know, uh, you I'll know segue what? Segue right into Bronco Mania after that. Well, let's go right around the panel. Beelin, right now. First, I want to say hello to John. Let's welcome John. What up? How are you, John? Go, uh, go Bulldogs. <laughs> go Bulldogs. All right, here we go. Real quick, uh, Beelin. Yes, I'll just start with you on this one. If you were a Bronco fan... Would you rather have Elway or Manning being your owner? Uh, Peyton Manning. Sis, what about you? Manning or Elway as your owner? John Elway. I'm going Peyton Manning. Kenny, you going 2-2 two, two, or are you going to go 3 I think I'm going Elway. I think I'm going Elway because Manning is going to be in the news and you're going to be, it's going to become more of a publicity with Manning. You know, Peyton Manning's the owner. Where Elway, yes, he's going to be popular, but it'll fizzle out a little bit. Manning's going to turn into the next Jerry Jones. You're going to see him in the press box oh, 25 no. times a game. It, it, it'll be the next Jerry Jones he, type he, of situation. He, 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 I, can, uh, I can tell you one thing. Neither one of them has a future in broadcasting. They're terrible. You don't like no that, sis? Way. I love that, sis. The Manning show? Oh, my God. That's I love the Manning show. show on TV. I love it. Yeah, okay. yeah. I love it. But let me get to Briggsy Bronco Mania. <laughs> you know, Briggsy would be 2-0. Oh, he he wouldn't be, I, knowing him, he wouldn't be, a, you know, going nuts yet because of the schedule. But, you know, hey, we play who we, we play who's in front of us. There's no pity. You know what? This defense should eat up Zach Wilson alive on Sunday. Beeland, no, no disrespect, but it's a rookie quarterback. They don't have weapons. And you know what? You got Beckton out. You got Beckton out. But, you know, they should be 3-0. and And now, hey, let's see this defense against Lamar in Baltimore. They should be 4-0. Listen, the team's got Bridgewater's doing. Again, I give I give Beelan all the respect in the world. He texted me two weeks ago. This is your quarterback. 
Two weeks? Yes. But just like we talked about Dallas before, when we got into the... See, you know, three teams, I'm going to say. Denver, number two is Dallas, and Amari's Titans. Look in the first half. Shotgun, here comes Ryan Tannehill, throwing the ball all over the yard. They're down three, They're down 17 points. Second half, do the right thing. Hand it to uh, Mr. Henry. Boop, 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 boop. You walk out of Seattle with a win. Dallas, first week in the game. Shotgun, five wide, all over the place, 53 passes. You can't win. What do you do Sunday? Do it smart. Be a game manager, Dak. Hand it off to Pollard. Hand it off to Zeke. Now, like Coach Breslin will say on defense, right, sis? Here comes the eighth man in the box. Now you got Amari. You got CeeDee Lamb. Okay, what do you do now? Play action, throw it up one-on-one. They got to stop the run. Same thing with Denver. Teddy Bridgewater, I listen, I'm the first one that says Judy and Fant, but I don't want Teddy Bridgewater five wide in a shotgun throwing the ball. They're not going to win like that. He's not that type of quarterback. He's not. Dak's not. And but Ryan if you're, Tannehill's if you're playing not. Down, but if you're playing down, you will be. But you're not. But I'm saying you're not. But don't play down. Denver's so, strength but, is but, defense. But but Kurt, that's the easy thing because if you, let's say you guys win this week, right? You win, okay, three and zero. Right. You got to score like thirty-five points at minimum to keep up with the Ravens. You're small. Listen to me. If the Ravens score thirty-five points on our defense, uh, me and sis are going to cut your lawn. They're not scoring there, thirty-five on our defense. There's nothing special about them right now. You guys played the Giants and the Jaguars, and you're playing the Jets, sis. I'm going to say it again, sis. You answer for me. Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, and another rookie quarterback? You're going to get hyped up about that? Sis, what wins What wins championships, sis? Defense. Defense. It's just... Well, you're it, playing... McCurt, you're playing three teams that are trash. But it doesn't It doesn't matter. It's how you... See, here's the thing, and, and <laughs> I, here's the thing, and I, want, I wish Manny could comment on this, okay? For weeks, I heard... The Dallas defense is garbage. Their defense is... All of a sudden, they're good because they gave up 14 points? No, because they're not on the field. You're ball, you have ball control. You're running the clock. You're keeping possession. They they ran. Dallas ran the ball over 30 times. Not 12, but they're, 30. But they were... Keep your their defense, defense off Their defense the is field. still crap. But does it matter? It doesn't matter because your defense now... Instead of getting instead of getting off the field nine times, you're going to get off the field six times. There's a big difference. Ask Coach Breslin. Ask Coach Sis. From a high school professor to college to anything, these teams that come out and say we're going to throw it sixty times, defensive coordinators salivate on that because they have an answer. What they don't have an answer for is when a team lines up, punches you in the mouth, and you're going, "I'm giving up four yards and six yards and four yards." <laughs> Kurt, I can't you guys stop. can easily, you guys can easily after if you let's say you win Sunday, which you probably will, okay. You guys can lose three in a row. Like you, your schedule's not easy coming up after that. No, it's not easy. The Ravens, the Steelers, and the Raiders. The Raiders are a sleeper team. The Raiders year. are a sleeper team. The Raiders are a sleeper but, team. But you and know you, what? And you guys, and you guys lost Bradley Chubb. Okay, Chubb's not there. Okay, <coughs> and and you like and again, I'm saying you, you're not facing 
anybody legit. So I'm, I wouldn't, as a as a Broncos fan, I would not get so hyped up on. No, no, like but, right now. but I'm, I'm saying ha- I would be happy about it, but I'm not getting hyped on three trashy quarterbacks. No, I listen. I 100% agree with you, but I will say this, okay? My team has the formula when we're going to be in every game because we run the ball and play defense. Every game. Just just like you look on colleges, just look we we laughed we laughed the other day about Clemson. Sis said made says sent me a comment and and Beelin, you said they're terrible. And you know what? Terrible. They are, but they're in every game because they could run and they could play defense. If you have a team like these teams like these old misses who spread the ball out. We're going to see what they do versus Alabama. We're going to see when Alabama runs it right down their throat, Lane Kiffin's throat, and what that throwing the ball 70 times is going to do. It's not going to bode well for him. But why did Florida stay in that game? Because they ran the friggin' ball right down Alabama's throat. Right down it. They couldn't stop it. They ran QB power. They couldn't stop it. Alabama. They couldn't. Yep. Like... What? That's not a. It's not a coincidence. It's not. It's what happened. What did you think? Uh, listen, Florida can't throw the ball lick. That their quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson, right? That kind of. They, they want. They want to run. Alabama still couldn't stop them. Lining up, run the but ball Kurt, right down your Kurt, throat. How, how do you right right now looking at a Clemson team, for example? I would. I, if they played Alabama this week. Alabama would drop sixty on them. No problem. And I'm right gonna. Now. And I'm gonna tell you this. And I want—I don't know if Kenny mentioned it before, they, they, but you know, beat, you know, you know, you know who a team fourteen on Georgia Tech. But you know who a team, and I'm telling you, you know who a team that better watch out in the NFL is the Kansas City Chiefs because they—they've played with fire, and you saw it last year with Tampa Bay. You saw it Week One versus Cleveland, and last week everybody in America knew what Baltimore was going to do. Basically, Baltimore lined up and said, fourth and one, we're running Lamar right here. And you know what? Six yards, they couldn't stop it. They still can't stop it. The only reason why is they got Mahomes that makes crazy plays. Mark my words, they're not going to the Super Bowl because their defense stinks, Kansas City. Stinks. That's my Bronco mania, Kenny. We're going 3-0 this week. That's Alice is going to the Super Bowl either. I got news for you. Who? They can win the NFC East. Dallas. No, but Dallas. Dallas. Beeling's right. Their defense is terrible. No, their defense is terrible. One game. Dallas won one game like that. Their defense is not going to – they're not going to go to an NFC championship with that defense. Okay, I got one. You got to give Dak – you give Dak a defense – you're going to start selling me on the Cowboys. But wait, Kenny. You're Kenny, not going to sell me on the Cowboys question. with their defense, Kurt. Kenny, I got one question for you. When was Dallas's last time legit chance at a Super Bowl? 1996, no? No, 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 no. But no. I'm saying chance. Like, like. Probably. That's rookie year. Two, 2000. Maybe like 2000. I would say like 2000. 13, 2014. That, 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 is, that, is that the last time they were in the playoffs? The no, Romo, uh, the Romo, no, no, but they, the, they the, lost the, the Romo Green fumble. Bay. They lost the, Rom- the Green Bay. Okay. The, Ro- the Romo fumble. No, no, no. Okay. I'm saying it's Dak's rookie year. 
Because you know what they did? They lined up and they ran right down his throat. Remember, Dak came in for Romo, and they want they were like thirteen and three. And you know what? They 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 didn't ask anything from Dak. They said run the ball and play out. It's so easy when you can run the ball. Play action, boot, little dumps here, little dumps there. And then all of a sudden they got into this, we're going to run five wide like he's Aaron Rodgers. He's not. You can't do that. If they, with How they played, when I watched that game Sunday, I said, you know what? That's what they did Dak's rookie year. That, and, and Dallas is one of the best teams in the NFC because they got the best offensive line. Dak can do what they're asking him to do. Bootleg, throw the ball up, hit a little there. Early in the game, I don't know who he's throwing the ball to. Get out of that offense, get back to the old offense, run the ball. Same thing with Tannehill. And Amari could get me too because, you know what? No way, there's no, absolutely no way Ryan Tannehill should be throwing 40 times a game. Run the ball with Derrick Henry, Seattle couldn't answer it. Seattle had no answer. Why? (laughs) Because running in defense wins games. So... That's what I'm saying, Mr. Kirkpatrick. That's my Bronco mania. 3-0 this week. And then we'll worry about Baltimore next week. Manny, right. Manny's saying Dallas will be just fine this year. They'll make it to the NFC Championship game. That's bold. Yeah, okay. That's He's bold. Dreaming. <laughs> He's dreaming. This is what one game does. It, it makes everybody dream. Kurt... Hats off to your Broncos. They're two and zero. Get by the Jets, three and zero. You beat the Ravens, then you start talking to me. But okay, I I, I totally agree. Jeremy saying right Dallas now, won't make right it. now, your opponent's record is zero six. Can't get excited for that. Okay, right. That's that's what I, you know. Hey, hey, hats off. They're getting off to a good start. Hats off. Okay, they're winning the games they're supposed to win. That's all. Now I want to see against the Ravens, and you know, we'll we'll see. You know, we'll go from there. Well, let's move to Sis's mind. I want to know what's on his mind tonight. Okay. After listening to you guys, I feel like puking. Um, <laughs> we'll start with uh, Mister. Boone from the Yankees. And this is open, obviously, to the audience also. Do you people believe that his job is on the line? Or no? Kurt? I'm going to say this. He's going to be the scapegoat because we've said it a hundred times. He is a 100% puppet of Brian Cashman. And if the Yankees had any guts... They would do what should be done unless miraculously they win the World Series. Because I don't care what anybody tells me, their object is, and they're paying to win a World Series. If they don't, the easy thing to do is say it's Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone's not making the decision. Brian Cashman is. Do I think his job's on the line? Yes. What should happen is both of them should go. But I think his job is on the line. Second question, Mr. Valente. Okay, if they don't make the wild card, <clears throat> does he get replaced? And who replaces him, in your opinion? Again, who should replace them is a non nonsense guy. Like, say it is like a Buck Showalter that's going to turn okay. around and say, "Who'd you say?" 
Who, who am I batting? Yeah, okay. You're batting third. That's what should happen. Because the way the puppets are doing up top with the Yankee, with Cashman, it's <coughs> not working. It hasn't worked, and it won't work. Which I agree. So, But they should do like a, a Showalter guy like that, a no-nonsense guy. Okay. Kenny, first question again. Is, is Boone's job on the line? Uh, it should be. Do I think it's on the line? Should be, but is it? I'm going to say no, because there's nobody out there, in my opinion, that's going to replace Boone this, that you say, oh, my God, the Yankees need him as a manager. Well, I got you, Unless, I know your second part of the question. Okay. I'm say, unless, unless you can work out something, but it's never going to happen because you're in the same division. You can go get cash from the Rays because he will bring that style of baseball to the Yankees. Do, do you think that Boone's lost this team yet? Do I think Boone what? Has he lost the team? Like the, these guys believing in him, like, you know, uh, when you look at it, when you look at a coach, you're like, yeah, yeah no, I, I, I get what you say. I'm going to say, okay. I'm going to say he, I'm going to say yes. I mean, I don't think this team really cares. You know, I just think they're a bunch of overpaid guys that just swing for the fences. It's that type of ball. And, you know, they're not going to do the small things. You know, when the guys got hurt and they brought those kids up, we were doing small ball. We were enjoying that, sis. You know, we were enjoying seeing the stolen bases, the bunts, you know, the slap hits. We're not seeing that now. You know, you've seen everybody swing for the fences because that's the type of hitters we are. It's the type of team we're built that Cashman built. Kurt, he he said he made a statement. He said he'll be fine with it either way. Is that a cop out? Just yes or no? Yeah, I think so. Okay, Kenny, same question. I agree. Okay. If the Giants, think, Kenny, Kenny, I'll start with you on this one. Kenny, you, uh, sis, you can ask little... Beelin too, sis, if you want. I don't want to ask Beelin. <laughs> no, John, I'm kidding, John. Go ahead. Give your input, man. Plain. Do I think his job isn't online? No. Um, should it okay. be? Yes. Okay. Um, but, again, I, his team doesn't have an identity. It's just a bunch of, you know – all-stars on a team and he's just placing him into different parts of the lineup. There's no, like, there's no identity for the team, you know, I totally like, you, agree. You're you have guys that swing for fences and, and either strike out or hit home runs. Yeah. You know? So if, if, if he, if they don't win the wild card, you really think this guy's back? Yes. Okay. That's fine. Now, sis, real quick, cause I did hear this the other day and this is interesting because of what you just brought up. They said when it happened to Girardi, they said, um, I'm sorry, they said Boone has always been a good soldier, right? Like he never goes against Cashman or whatever. But they say he's, he's starting to do what Girardi did at the end, where the other day when it was the pass ball to um, uh, with Sanchez, they said he just called them right out and said, you know, Sanchez, this, this, you know, you can't have this, we can't have that, basically putting the blame. So what somebody on the radio said is, and it's a good point, he said, if it's kind of like he knows he's going down and he's going right. to bring these guys with him. Like, he's okay. not going down by himself. Okay, that, that's a great, great point. John, it's the same thing. 
he's saying he's fine either way. Is that like he's preparing himself, making a statement like that? I think he's making a statement to to the the organization. Okay. I don't, I don't think it's for himself. I think it's it but again. But again, I think it comes down to the they they just they just they just got a bunch of people and they put them on a team to kind of see what they can do. You know, there's no like true like three hitter, no true like five hitter. You know, it's just like it's a bunch of just guys who can smack the ball around and do what they need to do, and that's it. And and yeah, there's no rhyme to reason for what they're doing. There's nothing. Totally, there's nothing there. Yeah, you know, I, so I totally agree with that statement. And Kurt brought up a great point. If he does go, he's not. <laughs> He's not the only one going, man. There's a long line of players standing right behind him going out the door. I mean, that's my opinion on that. But anyway, let's move on to the next one. Kenny, are Mr. Jones and Gentlemen done if the Giants don't have a 500 season? Gentlemen, yes. And if Gentlemen's gone, I think a new regime, a new GM is going to want to bring in their their quarterbacks. So, okay, I think I think there's a few quarterbacks coming in the draft. But I think they can get a quarterback in the draft. So yes, that, I will say yes fair. to both. Okay, Kurt. Yeah, I agree with Kenny. I think if Gettleman goes again, Gettleman's tied to Jones, and Jones is Gettleman's guy. I mean, I don't think a lot of people really truly believe that you know Jones is you know a, even a starting a legit starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Jeremy's saying they are absolutely done. Uh, and Manny's saying I would want to see Mattingly manage the Yankees. But uh, I agree with you. I, I agree. I agree both. I think they're both gone. I think they're both done. Mr. Bielan, what do you think? I think Jones they... and Gettleman. What happened? Jones and Gettleman, are they both going out the door if they're not 500? I- I think I think Gettleman should go. I don't. I think they should give Daniel Jones. Well, real quick, I think they should. The problem is that they're not helping Daniel Jones out at all. Like getting Galloway, uh, Galladay did not help at all. That's he's not he's not a number one. So they have no tight end. Shaquan hurt. Their offensive line is iffy, you know, right now, but. What are you doing? And the, the, the defense should be a top five defense, yeah. and it looks like a top, you know, thirty defense. Right. So it, it it shouldn't be Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones can play. You put Daniel Jones on a Packer team, he'll be a stud. But if you don't do anything with him, he's not gonna. He's, he, you got to help him out. Got to help the guy out, man. In the, the day. Good answer. Okay, Kurt. It appears right now that there's no team in the NFL that can't be beat. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. I think, um, listen, like you mentioned it before, the the NFL is so up for grabs. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, with the, you know, it's, I mean, listen, I I think Tampa Bay, again, I, I do think Tampa Bay is the best team in football. But just like I said before, this whole Kansas City is going to... Listen, Kansas City was a bad snap away from being 0-2. Kansas City's got mega problems. And uh, right. they might not even be the favorite in the AFC. I, I think you're going to see a lot of different teams in the playoffs, but nobody's going to go nowhere near undefeated. No way. I agree. John? I 100% agree with Kurt. I think your best record could be 
four losses this year. I think you know thirteen and four could be your best best team this year. Your number one seed, Mister Beelan. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you're still going to have your top tier guys, um, but again, it's only two weeks into the season. Everyone over overreacts to everything. Yeah, you you you're right there with that. You, you got to give them like at least four or five weeks to kind of see where stuff settles. Because listen, Brady can go down, and the Bucks Correct. are done. Yep. You know Absolutely. they're done. So. Yep. I totally agree with Sis, that. Sis, real quick, couple comments from Jeremy. Daniel Jones is good and underrated. Jeremy's also saying the Rams could be the best team in the NFL. Though he's saying the Rams are going to lose three games. So that would be what? 15? No, wait. What, how, how many games? 17 now? 14. 14 and three. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Kurt, should the Mets even bother to use, to use Syndergaard the rest of the year? Yes or um, no? Listen, if you want, it, it, I'm gonna be honest. If he if he says, you know, I for my comeback, I want to pitch a little bit, you know, do a game or two, I would leave it up to him. To, you know, if he's cleared and he wants to do it, I would do it. But talking about the Mets, Mister Rojas, get on that unemployment line, baby, because no way he should be back. There's no way he should be back either. And that bullpen, all the. the Cohen better spend every dollar he's got on the bullpen because that was a total disappointment. I know they had injuries, and we didn't see Syndergaard in the Grom, but that was ugly. But I would pitch him, sis. I would. Kenny? Agree 100% with Kurt. And months ago, I said that this team was going to be in trouble. That was with the Grom when he was healthy because I said, "What's the, where's their bullpen? You can go starting pitching in the National League six, seven innings, but where's your bullpen? And I said that from the start. And, you know, I know they got a couple injuries, like you said, but total collapse over there. You know, the, the, I never liked the team. You know, Stroman, I hear Stroman this, Stroman that. Stroman has not been the ace that, you know, you want to be the ace, you should have beat Boston yesterday. That's all I'm going to say. You are not an ace. You are not an ace, in my opinion. You're number three or number four starter at best. Okay, Mr. Beelan. By the way, they're losing ten to two right now against Boston. Yeah. But um, I think they should bring him back. But I told this to my buddy too. I said they should put him in the bullpen for long release. Yeah. Okay. That's a good call, Beelan, because he should pick a little. Yeah. But that's even even I even told him I said even if the Grom came back at the end of the year. They should still put Syndergaard in the bullpen for long innings, like pitching two, three innings, you know, get your 40 pitches in, 50 yeah. pitches in, you know, whatever it is, and and do your thing. That's what I think they should do. Because then otherwise, right, John, like you were a pitcher, now you got to go, you're going to go through a whole year of like, okay, what's it going to feel when he comes back? Get that over with. Just get but, in, like you're but, saying, but, a little but bit. You, but what are they going to do anyways when if he if he started he's only going to pitch probably four or five innings. Yeah, but I'm saying I'd rather have so, him pitch now than say, oh, let's wait until next you know April oh, yeah, to yeah, see. Yeah. Let him get it over with yeah. so he gets that out of his mind. I could pitch again and go from there. Sis, Kurt, can I ask you something? Yeah, go ahead. If if it's on your mind, I apologize, but this is on my mind because we just brought up uh, Syndergaard to the bullpen. What were your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Severino to the bullpen for the Yankees? Well, again, watching him last night at rainstorm, to be honest with you, I, I 
I, I thought he looked pretty good, and you just brought up a great point. If the Yankees do indeed make the wild card, that to me and you as Yankee fans would be my move. But, you know, mm -hmm. with these guys, you don't know what they're going to do from day to day, man. You don't. But he's fresh. Yeah. It could be a nice little set. Oh, absolutely. Fresh he, arm. He, he looked, you know, he looked good. I was shocked that Boone put him back out in that rainstorm. I mean, all you need to do is slip off the mound and pull your groin and you're back to square one. But that was, you know, that was his decision. He's the manager. That, that was on my mind. I just wanted to ask you that question. I'll That's let fine. you, uh, I'll let you continue. Kurt, best team in the NFL right now. Tampa Bay. Beelan. Um, yeah, Tampa, but the, the, the Rams are. Rams are close okay. second. Rams are close second. Okay. Kenny. Sleeper out there that's going to drive Kurt nuts. The Raiders. Raiders. Get out of here. Beat the Ravens at home and the Steelers in Pittsburgh. That's two top teams, guys. Did you Just say the Raiders? Did you say the Ravens? Raiders. Oh, the, I thought you said the Raiders. I wasn't sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. that's, that's fair. Got to look at the teams that they play. No way. I can't yeah. say the Broncos. No. But I would throw the Broncos uh, up there. Okay. Tampa Bay beat the Falcons. Come on. I'm just saying, yeah, throw the Raiders okay. in there. They beat two top teams. Again, you're you're entitled to your opinion. The last Every question. question right now, sis said. Next week is probably going to change because they're probably going to lose this week to the Dolphins. You know, knowing the Raiders. Start, I'm going to start with a high school coach on his question. This is the last question on what's on my mind tonight. Kurt, the UConn coach, Randy Edsall. He stepped down after two games this year. Did he do a disservice to the program and the kids that he recruited to quit on that? 100% yes. And I was telling somebody in school today, I heard last week somebody was on um, like, a, a, like a, a podcast, a sports betting podcast. And the guy said, I don't care who UConn's playing. I don't care how many UConn's getting. I am going against them. They were down like 42 nothing against Army on Saturday at half. Yes, but I yes, he quit on them. He did. He I feel bad for those Thanks. kids. That program's a mess. Okay. John? Um, the teams I I was just reading it actually today. I think they were like what six and thirty-two in the past four years. He, he, no. Come on. You, who, who's, your, who's your recruiting? Basketball players over there? It's not pretty good. Kenny? Kenny? Agree, but I will say this. Did he quit on the team? Or did the boosters force him out? You're talking about recruits. Like John said, who are you recruiting? You're getting beat by 40 points every game. You're not recruiting two or three-star recruits. But, you're, you, but you guys do realize, you guys do realize, I want to say maybe – 10 years ago, he was probably the hottest coach in the country. Yes. And he they won that Maryland, game. They were remember? a top 12 team in the country. So And he went to Maryland. Right. Maryland and, hired. And then but he I'm came saying, back. And you just hit it on the button. UConn's paying him money. They're not paying him $10 an hour to coach the UConn Huskies. We're talking millions of dollars for this guy. 
and you lose them by 40, 50 points every game, want to go the easy way or the hard way? We fire you or, you know, you step down. That's how I think it went. I don't think he voluntarily stepped out of the program. I think he was forced out. And I'm going to end so. Rightfully so. You're not doing your job there. You got paid millions of dollars. You know, he's not getting paid, like I say, not getting paid, you know, $10 an hour. He's getting paid, you know, six figures. And I'm going to end this tonight. I was on the Paul Feinbaum show yesterday, and I forgot to tape it. (laughs) I Sis, I got it. I told you, I found it on a podcast. Oh, okay. I will send it to you. I will send it to you. Cool. Well, uh, by the way, just to talk about UConn, do you know that the athletic director is only 38 years old? Yeah, he's a kid. You're right. Wow. Yep. Come on. Beelan, I got a question for you because he wasn't on for the quick hitters, but 1 to 10, 10 being the highest. On In, in your honest opinion, how nervous you think Sis was in that fourth quarter of that game versus Georgia? Oh. Right? oh. And... and close to an eight sis said six and a half <laughs> no 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 well i was t- i was texting you too i was like i was like if, if this guy scores his two-point conversion this game is completely different uh-huh you're oh, saying yeah. the, no, you said the fourth quarter correct well yeah i mean listen what were you guys there you were up by i had him in like a i had him in a, one of my best i'm like all right Hanging up some pictures. Next thing, score. You, you, te- score. you, te- you text me when they they scored the first three times they touched the ball. Yeah. You te- you text me woodshed. Yeah. And I didn't answer. And I didn't answer only for the fact that I said to myself, I I don't think this is going to be a woodshed. And sure enough, Beelan texted was- me Gators. I said, uh oh, here they come. And I'm well, telling you. Hate- you got to understand something. He hates Alabama. I get that. And that's okay. But I don't have a problem. Sis, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you this. Sis, be honest cuz I agree with Beelan on this. If they right. got that two-point conversion, Florida would have beat them. There's no question in my mind. All momentum the in the world line, in that the building. Line is, but the bottom line is they, they didn't. didn't they did it. I know. Listen, hey, listen. you steal <laughs> If you're they're not, they're yeah, running they're running the they're running the table, but their only closest game, and I'm not going to say that it's going to be Texas A and M. It's literally going to be that Ole Miss game. That Ole Miss game is the one that's going to is is the debatable one right there. It's it's a it's a weird game, you know. A Texas A and M is so sluggish. They're sluggish. They're going to get beat this week. Texas A and M. They're playing Arkansas this week. They're going to yeah, get I'm beat sure. this week. They might. We'll see. Ole Miss, I think. I think Lane Kiffin's got something, you know. I got since we're in the mood of talking college football, I got a a little topic, and then our top four and first two out that we do each week. Okay. And then we'll finish the show with some major league baseball. <laughs> Sound good? Yep. All right. So my topic this week in college football: USC head coaching search. I wrote down some names, and I just want yes, no, or maybe. Like, would they be good in USC? And do you think it can be? Do you think it's gonna? Ha- do you think it could happen, or is it a pipe dream? I'll start with the first guy. I'm gonna start with Kurt. 
Chris Peterson, Kurt, over at Washington. <laughs> oh, no. He lost to Montana. No. Nope. Nope. Out. Sis. That's a pipe dream. I'm right on the same page with Kurt. No way. <laughs> Beelan. No. I'm going to come right. I'm going to go to Sis on the next one. Urban Meyer. Um, that's a great question. I think now that he's in the NFL, no, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think he leaves the NFL. Nope. Okay. Feeling. No. I'm going to go no as well. Kurt. Sis is going to love this comment. I don't know if you heard it yesterday, but they said after the game on Sunday, when they lost to Denver, he went up to Vic Fangio and he said, this is like playing Alabama every game of the season no and it just shows you about urban meyer he had a couple athletes fraud you talk about fraud that's a fraud right there that guy fraud nope <laughs> uh Beelin, matt campbell any chance he goes to usc no he's the iowa guy for life i agree with Beelin. nope i agree sis I agree with Beelan and Kurt. He stays at Iowa forever. Okay, we still haven't found our USC next next coach. Oh, I let's tell if you. I got him. Let's see if I got him in my list or if he's not on this list. Kurt, PJ Fleck over at Minnesota. Hell mm. no. <laughs> nope. Sis. I agree with Kurt. He's not he he's staying right where he is, no doubt. Beelan. No, but if he's thinking about money, it's a good possibility. I'm going to throw a slight maybe in there for him. Yeah. Sis, Chiefs offensive coordinator, Eric the Enemy. Uh, that's, I'm going to agree with you there. That, again, I'll say this that's the possibility. He's a great coach. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I'll agree with that. That's a real good one, Kenny. Feeling? Shaking his head. Yeah, he's um he's my top pick. I have somebody else. If you don't mention him, I'll I'll, I'll say who. Okay, he is. I got two more. So if I don't mention him, definitely know who you guys' top picks are. I think he could be Kurt. Yes, but I think he's. I would just be worried about his recruiting. I think if they hired somebody on that staff, whether it's an OC or maybe like a DC who has a good recruiting background, then I could see it, but. That's hard for him. I mean, he's never done it there. You know, like he's not, what, what is he, what, what recruiting has he done? You know, like, yeah. I don't know. That's a, that, but he, I mean, coaching wise, he would be a great fit, N but. NFL scouting though. Yeah. Okay. I got two more. I'll do these quick. Beeland Franklin over at Penn State. Sorry. Um, after this year, the way they're going, no. Agree 100%. Kurt. He's kind of a guy. He's the kind of a guy I think they need. But do you leave Penn State? Like you're saying, do you leave Penn State to go there? I would say no. Sis. If he's driving a caddy, you don't <laughs> need to drive a Ford. I agree with Kurt. I'm going to start with Kurt on the last one I wrote. I wrote this name down for, for fun, for, you know, blank and giggles. Prime time, Deion Sanders. Kurt. My God. No shot. No yeah. shot. Not yet, anyway. Sis. 
there's a better shot of Kirk being the offensive coordinator and me being his defensive coordinator before <laughs> Dion gets that job. And <laughs> be Yeah, no. No chance. All right, so Not according to this list, I got according somebody. to this list, the enemies are top choice. Maybe on a PJ Fleck. Everybody else is a no on there, but John said he has another one. Do you guys have any others? We'll let John go first. And you guys might agree to this because it's different. Luke Fickle from Cincinnati. That's oh, a, I like it. That's what interesting. Think of him? That's very interesting, John. I like it, John. Yeah. I'm going to put that down very, on my list. Very interesting. I would think he would jump at the, the opportunity for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great. That's a great pick. Kurt, you got anybody else? Coach Breslin's saying I want to be on that staff with Kurt and Sis. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a name. I, well, one name I really heard. I don't know what you guys think is is Jack Del Rio. Um, huh. they're saying because nah. he's a oh, USC I got a guy. name. I got Isn't a name. USC I, got, I, would, I would say definitely no there, but uh, but okay. Yeah. You ready? I'm gonna give you a guy right now, and you guys are gonna say. No, 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 but think about this. This guy went to the SEC, and after this year, he's going to really look and say, I can't beat Alabama. I can't beat – I'm never going to win here. Jumbo Fisher, USC. Ooh, you, I got one for Jumbo you. Fisher is going to jump because he's going to realize I can't win in Texas A&M. He's going to leave. Gonna, I got one for you before you guys throw up. Just remember how good he was in college. This is offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien. Oh, please. Wait. I still I still he don't was like good him. at Penn State. He was good at Penn State. Yeah, about, at Penn State. I still don't like him. How about how about this wild card one? Think about this one. And and Sis is probably gonna not like this one, but less miles. Yeah. Uh, again, no, that that's another because John, another he's gonna one. recruit. Mm -hmm. You know Watch he's going to O'Brien. I'm serious. Bill O'Brien might get a shot. Les Miles, that's a good one. Bill. All right, I got. All right, I got one more for you guys. What happens if LSU falters and Coach O gets fired? Nah, nah, that, that ain't happening. Maybe, maybe he goes as a coordinator, but I think he, you know. He's got to work his way back into the I, head coaching. I personally think we're over there, honestly, like Beelan said, uh, Fickle from – I just don't think they can take a chance with a guy like that. I think they need a proven guy, a big name that's going to – you know. But, Kurt, they did that, and he left. I know, but I'm so, saying – That's like, true, though. No, it is true, but right now they're behind Oregon because Crystal Ball is an unbelievable recruiter. He's probably a top four recruiter in the country. So I think you got to get somebody that's going to battle him. Fickle there won't out-recruit. I mean, listen, you're going to find more about – I mean, I know they beat Indiana, which, okay, that's a nice little win. It's Indiana. But we're going to see, you know, he if he doesn't run the table, like if he doesn't beat Notre Dame, he's not going to get any of those big jobs. Uh, Amari saying, yeah, Les Miles would do a dope job landing at USC. I agree, Bielan. I like that one a lot. Listen, won national titles, and he could recruit, and he's got the respect. They need a respect guy like that's, you know, a Del Rio, a Franklin, a guy like like that. 
Like Lane Kiffin too, they're saying. But Lane Kiffin, it ended ugly there. I don't think he could, that could ever happen again. I think Lane Kiffin's doing a great job at Old Miss. He's building that program up nice this year. So I think he stays in the SEC. He's waiting to step in when Saban steps down. Oh, see, that's that's, that's a great a point. I'm telling you tonight. I'm telling you tonight. That's done deal. I mean, I know they keep talking about Dabo, but why would Dabo ever go to, no, to Alabama? Exactly. That's stupid. No. That's stupid. That doesn't make any sense at all. Because if he yeah. doesn't win like what Saban did, he's going to be a failure. One one last name, and then we'll do our top four. How about this? Off to a heck of a start. Greg Schiano. Yeah. No way. No way. He's, he's locked in at Rutgers. Yeah. I, I don't know about that. Like, if he's you, would you want to leave Rutgers for USC? He, he he's got something to prove. He's a prove. He's a prove guy. You think, Kurt? I think there's a possibility. He goes and he goes and brings Rutgers to a bowl this year, and USC gives him gives him a a crazy deal. He's not going to take it. But you know, he what? went with gold. He went with Golden to Miami as his defensive coordinator. And flop there. End the conversation as far as I'm you, you know what? I, I agree with Sisson Beelan. I you know, I just think he's a Rutgers guy, you know, like and, and they get they cave in for him and they plus and then look, he did all the whole all that Tennessee things and you know, he went to Tennessee, then you had all the garbage, they didn't want him, he doesn't get the job. Fair enough. I think he's going I think he's in Rutgers for good until he wants to leave. Okay. That's fair enough. I think there's a possibility that if he has a good year and USC throws him a crazy deal, he may take it. I, I never will forgive him for the shot that he took at at Eli Manning when he was coaching Tampa. That was the biggest Bush move in my entire life, high school, college that I coached, that I've ever seen. He, I never cared for him, but anyway. Let's uh, let's do our top four on our first our first two out, and then we'll get finish the show with baseball, Kurt. Okay. Uh, Beelan, give us your top four off the top of your head and your next two, your first two out. Real quick, Beelan, before you talk, Coach Breslin saying Shiano is not leaving now. He is doing a great job recruiting, and he will stay there until he wants to leave. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see. Right. I, I'm, I'm the only one that disagrees with the four of you, but you guys are the Jersey guys, so you know it a little better than me. Yeah, stay in Maryland. <laughs> Maryland three zero. Um, by the way, my so my my top four, um, of course, are Go Bulldogs, um, Alabama, Oregon, and Iowa, and then I think Penn State and Cincinnati should be the last two out. There are only two teams that have been consistent. My. Top six is the exact same as Beelan, so I'm going to go right to six. Alabama, Georgia, Penn State number three, Oregon number four, and first two out, Notre Dame and Oklahoma. No, Iowa, Notre Dame. Nope. Nope, nope. Penn State's number three right now in my eyes. Kurt, sis, you wrap this up. Sis, you're gonna love this. You ready? Number right. one, number one, Alabama. Number two, Georgia. Number three, sis, the Penn State Nittany Lions. 
Yeah, we got the same thing, me and you. Exactly. Number they beat four. Auburn. Because they beat uh, Auburn. No, right? because we, we coach together. Understand? We have number number four. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Beelins, Iowa, number four. Okay. Then I have Oregon, five, Clemson, six. Clemson. Hey, they they had. You realize Clemson hasn't given up a touchdown all year. They shut out Four, Georgia. They shut out Georgia. Points to Georgia Tech. Wait a minute, but Belen, your number one team Georgia is Georgia. Tech. Wait, your number one team is Georgia, right? Clemson shut them out. Shut them out. Defensively, shut them out. Belen, Georgia's your best. Georgia's your best team, Belen. Yeah, of course. Go Bulldogs. I, I didn't know that. Okay, well, that's cool. Clemson shut them out. What's your answer to that? I expect that. No, they I expect that. Out. They shut them out. Good, two, it's two good good teams. That's but, a, that's good football. But they shut them out. Not, they, not, they, they, no, they had a pick six. That's, Kurt, that's good football. What's not good football is Alabama, Florida dropping off 35 points of pop. That's not good football. I got a bone to pick with Kurt right now. Go ahead. You got Penn State <laughs> three, you said, right? Penn State three. Where's Iowa? Four. Four. Where's Oregon? Five. Five. And Clemson, six? Yep. You got Clemson over Cincinnati. Let me ask you, you something. Let, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you something. You <laughs> saw Georgia, you guys sit. Beelan just admitted on air, two great games and a great team. Clemson, Georgia, right? Can Clemson beat Georgia, Kenny? Clearly not. Wait, can Clemson beat Georgia? Clearly no. not. They can't. They lost. I'm going to say no. They can't when they can't score more than 14 points against Georgia Tech. Wait, can can Cincinnati the Georgia wait, Tech colors on? Can Cincinnati beat Georgia? No, no jackets. Can Cincinnati beat Georgia? Yes. <laughs> they couldn't beat them last year. <laughs> When the oh game, Georgia God. had nobody playing, they couldn't There's beat them. No way. He, he must have not watched the game last year because when Hudson got hurt, that's when Georgia beat Cincinnati last year. You, well, no you, way you, you, Georgia's losing Cincinnati. You, Kurt, Kurt, you know why Clemson's nine? Because they, they're starting to realize that Clemson can't play anybody. They play nobody. I look at it like this, and I'm going to say it one no. more time. If you said to me, right, I, I'm putting Penn State right now three because I think they deserve to be three. But if you said to me, who could be Alabama or Georgia? They're they're the best two teams in the country. Nobody can deny that. I don't care. You, you can say whatever you want. Alabama and Georgia, Georgia, Alabama, however you want to say it, they're one, two. Okay? Can Penn State beat them? Probably not. Can Iowa beat them? Hell no. Can Oregon beat them? Absolutely not. We saw that before. Can Cincinnati beat them? Don't even make me laugh. Can Oklahoma beat them? That score will be 42 to 3 and a half. Can Clemson beat them? Yes. You saw it. You saw it opening night. Clemson is the only team that could beat those two teams. So how can you not put Let me ask, there? Hold on. What, what, was, what was the score of the Clemson-Georgia game? 10-7? What was 10-3, it? 10-3. 10-3. 10-3. But they lost. So can Clemson beat them? No, it's proven week one. Next. Next is right. My last thing. Real real quick, My Kenny, Coach thing. Breslin. Coach Breslin has Bama, Georgia, Oregon, and Oklahoma and Iowa. I oh. don't like Penn State or Franklin, so I won't ever pick them. Fair enough, Coach. 
Rutgers soon might be in there if they beat Michigan next week, right? They play Michigan. Yeah, next okay. Week. Yeah. They'll lose by thirty Saturday. <laughs> I'm well, with this on that team. USC this. If he's going to huh? lose by thirty, if he's going to lose by thirty in New Jersey, then he should move to California and go to USC. But again, he he's had his shots. He's I'm just had you, but I'm just in. I know you are, but again, think think about where he's been and where did he come back to, where he should have stayed and never left in the first place. That's just my opinion. But but Kenny, sis is, but Kenny, sis is right. Sis is right with this point. See, at Rutgers, if he beats Ohio State or Michigan or Penn, oh, they, they, yeah. they're going to put a tro- they're going to put a statue absolutely. out of him. Absolutely, in uh, USC, absolutely. And I, but Kenny, in USC, he better he's got to compete for a national title. He's not going to. You're not. You're not understanding there. my point that I just made. If you're going to lose by thirty points to Michigan, that means you're going to lose by thirty points to Penn State, and you're going to lose by thirty points to all the other top teams. USC called you, I'm running. But he is going to compete and maybe beat Michigan. So, you know what? I'm leaning towards him not going to USC like you guys, but I would not be shocked if he goes. He ain't losing by 30 to Michigan. They're going to they're gonna come out and possibly beat Michigan. Let's do baseball real quick before we, uh, we got to go. I got a little uh, 12, 11 games left after tonight. Let's some updated playoff predictions. In or out, wild card. Uh, AL East is first. Red Sox 87 and 65. The Blue Jays and Yankees 85 and 67. And then in the West, you got the Athletics and Mariners 82 and 69. John, who's in and who's out? Blue Jays and, and Red Sox. Yankees are out. Sis. I'm going to agree with him, even though I'm a Yankee fan. I don't think the Yankees are making it. I'm going to go Red Sox and Yankees, and it's going to be the one-game playoff to see who gets in Red Sox versus Yankees. Kurt? Um, I'm going to go Yankees and Boston. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked at Toronto, but I just I would say Yankees and Boston. Over in the National League, you got the Cardinals, 81 and 69. And you got Phillies, Reds, Pachés, 76 and 74. Is it the Dodgers and Cardinals or anybody or one of these teams that are five games out going to sneak in? Six. Dodgers, Cardinals. Anybody going against that? I'm going to say Dodgers, Phillies. So the Cardinals are going to. Uh, Collapse at the end. Yeah. My question was going to be because I thought we were all going to say Dodgers Cardinals. Do the Cardinals have a shot, or the Phillies, if John's going to say the Phillies, of beating the Dodgers in a one game playoff? No. I'm going to say the Cardinals would have a shot with Flaherty, Wainwright against the Dodgers, but. It's going to be tough. Kurt, any shot the Cardinals beat the Dodgers? In the I mean, I'll tell you, I would be, like, confident in the Cardinals. I mean, they've been there, done that. They've won so many postseason games like that. But, I mean, I agree with Beal. I mean, come Well, on. actually, you know what? Let me backtrack because I, I didn't realize. Giants or Dodgers win the division? Who takes the division, John? 
I think the Giants are going to stay consistent to the end of the year. I'm going to agree with you. Kurt. I'll, I'll tell you this. I would take the Cardinals over the Giants in the wild card game if that happens. That's fair. But I'll tell you this. Let, Giants but I'll, or Dodgers? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sis. No, I'm right, along, I'm right along with Kurt. If that happens, I'll be on the Cardinals. Kenny, let me Updated tell you this, though, Kenny. We've talked about Yankees, and we talked about the Yankees. We talked about the Mets collapse. But the most disappointing team, and changes better be made this year, is all I heard from the beginning of the year. Oh, the Padres are stacked. Look at the Padres. <laughs> that pick, that just proves you. We got Machado and Tatis, and they're, you know, doing signs and chains. And Listen, they're a disgrace, that team. 76 wins? I'd ship yep. both of them out of there. They're a disgrace. Right. 76. Right. They're worse than the Yankees, that team. He's, disgrace. He's right. He's right. Fighting on the sidelines. Nope. Yep. Again, it shows you that home run garbage doesn't work. Go get nope. pitching and go get people who are going to move people over. That's all they're Base worried hits. about. Yep. 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 Who's yep. their manager, this, Kenny? This is off script. Who's their manager? This is off script. We got about five minutes, Kurt. Wait, wait, Kenny, who's their manager? Oh, uh, couldn't even tell you his name, but I know who he is, though. You want to say young, that young dude? Right. He, yeah. He would be fired. He lost yesterday. that team. He lost that team for sure. Uh, let me do this real quick, and then we'll end with our updated World Series predictions. American League MVP: Shohei Otani or Vlad? Guerrero Jr. Kurt, I'll go Kurt Sisbelin. You know what? I'm I'm sorry. I'm just I'm big on the I I don't care about the guys that uh you know my the MVP cannot come from a team that has 72 wins. I'm going uh, Vlad. You know, I echo your words, Kurt. I agree with you. You know, if he was so good, how's the team 72 wins? MVP. Vlad is putting up the numbers and very important piece of the Blue Jays possibly getting into a wild card from this month of September. They're having a crazy run here. So I'm going to go Vlad Jr. as well. More deserving, but I think they're going to give it to Otani. Uh, Sis. Yeah, he, he's bet, his dad was a great player, but he's better than his dad, no doubt. Vlad Guerrero's yeah. batting 323. Otani's batting 247. And only won 79 games? And 72. Yeah, that's a joke. Yeah. Come on. The, the only, the only, I'm going to disagree with all of you, but I, the only reason why I say that is because no one has done pitching and hitting consistently throughout the whole year and ever since fucking Babe Oh, sorry, since Babe Ruth. Okay, that's that's right. the only way. Fair argument. That, that is a fair give, argument. Why I give it to him because yeah, his team is seventy-two wins. But if the Blue Jays don't make the playoffs, that's seventy-two and eight is seventy-eight wins. That don't mean nothing. That see, I, you mean know anything. what? I, I, I Kenny, I agree with that. See, if Toronto gets in, I don't think you can't give it to him. But if you don't get in, then it's fair game, Beal, and I agree with you. Then that changes things. But if this guy's leading you to the playoffs, you knock out the Yankees and the other guys at home winning 74 games, no. And I'm on board with that too. You know, but it's just funny that the Angels are going to have the most valuable player possibly 
Trout won it how many years in a row? And then Otani. And when was the last time they were in the playoffs? I don't think Trout's ever made it to no, the playoffs. No, he never made it. <laughs> you know, and, and they got the most valuable player every year. Right. They should be <laughs> winning quick, 120 games. They got two MVPs on the team. Real quick in the National League, Harper Tatis. Kurt. Again, again, Harper, he's in a pennant race. What is Tatis? Tatis, the, the, come on, the team went decreased from last year. They're, they're worse. Nope. And, and real quick, I'll go, and then I'll go Sis Bielen. Tatis arguing with teammates, that's not a most valuable nope. player. You know, they, they got into a huge argument, him and Machado. You know, so, Sis, I'll go Harper. I'm on board, Harper. Bielen. It's 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 tough. It, it's it depends on how you look at everything. Because again, like if if Harper, if they don't make the playoffs, who says that? Like I'm just gonna play a Homer fan. Who says that Freddie Freeman can't be the MVP because he's in playoffs? You know, and Freddie Freeman's numbers are not too far behind those guys. So if they don't make the playoffs, and Atlanta does. So what does that say? You got to right. keep see, it consistent. See, that's why I, I I agree with you, Bielen, because you know Freddie, you you take him off that team, do they make the playoffs? Why? I, how do you give an MVP to a guy that their team is seventy two and seventy nine? What, what would they be? Sixty wins. So instead of them being terrible, they stink. I mean, that's the MVP of the league. Like, I'm sorry, it should be where, like you're saying, if Freddie Freeman's not there. That team now, that team now, you know, he, he made Atlanta, Atlanta. Listen, Atlanta Atlanta was what, seven games out at one point? Now they're going to win the division? That, to me, is a more MVP than both of those guys. I agree with being with, with With one of their best players out the whole year. Right, we're right, with Alcuna uh, done. Let's do this. We got, a, we got a couple more weeks left before the playoffs, but uh, let's get – Go. I'll do the same order. Kurt, Sith, Bielen, give me your updated World Series uh, matchup and winner, Kurt. I'm sticking with it. Houston, Dodgers, and then Dodgers winning it. Okay. Sis. Exactly the same. Bielen. I'm going to go with Houston Giants and Houston wins. Going close with Bielen. It's been a crazy year for the Giants, and I think they get there. And I'm going to go Chicago White Sox with them. That's our little. We'll do this each week with baseball ending, you know, coming up, playoffs. I think we got to get into some more baseball. Uh, we'll do some more topics with baseball and stuff, and uh, we'll do this each and every week. But. Anything else, guys, before we do closing thoughts? Yeah, Kurt, what's, what's our bet with Bielen about cutting his lawn? And if he loses, we get steak dinner and lobster tail. What's that bet? 35 points, Denver, uh, Baltimore has going to score more than 35 points against Denver's defense in two weeks. Okay, so he's saying, he's saying Baltimore's going to score 35 points against your boys, correct? Yeah, next week. And if Right, exactly. So if we win that bet, we're getting lobster tail and flank steak. Well, well sis, sis, I'm still waiting for him. I got one wall done. He's supposed to come and do these walls. I haven't seen him yet doing these walls. Oh, he owes me for one already. 
John, oh, John, don't, don't do the okay. walls, John. Don't do the walls until okay. I get Colonial Bakery, which is closing soon. So you may okay. may, have, may not have to do it till next year, John. Come on, I I, to, I told I told what I told Kurt is that I said his Broncos are going to have to score thirty five points to win that game. Oh, that's, that's exactly what I said. So you're saying okay. thirty four points? Okay. The Broncos have to outscore them. They, they can they can easily score twenty eight. Ravens easily 28 points on the fucking Broncos. Well, you just said 35, so that means 34. So the bet's changing now. The bet's changing. I'll keep it 34. Okay. So the bet's changed. Okay. I'll keep it 34. By the way, going back to the MVP race, how about one low, no one even sees his name, but how about Adam Duvall for the Braves? Listen, I this guy's. Guy's batting, this guy's batting 255. His average is low. 37 home runs and 107 RBIs leading the NL. I, listen, all I, I got to say is the sucker bet for everybody, and I said it all along, was the Jacob deGrom MVP voters. He was going to get a good chance of him getting hurt, and he was a big favorite of winning Cy Young and MVP. You know, with that kind of a year he was having, it was, it was just a matter of time, unfortunately, before he got hurt. But uh, let's do some closing thoughts, Kurt. All Wrap right. it up. I will start. You... I'll start it up. My Broncos go to 3-0 this week, Beelan. I'm not taking anything for granted. We're home. We should be 3-0. Then we worry about Baltimore next week. But Beelan, while you're here, I am talking I am talking positive, very positive for Manny and all Cowboy fans and for you. Sunday. Okay. 27 pass attempts, 31 rushing attempts, 198 yards rushing. Run the ball. Keep your defense off the field. Dak, manage the game. And Cowboys, you win the East by four games. You're a competitor. Defense wins championships, sis. Beelan, no more 400 yards and all that garbage yards. Do what he did. 237 yards. Throw when you have to, you will win. On the other hand, I believe it's 29 games, 29 nights before our New York Knicks open the season. I'm ready to go. Broncos up, Knicks up, Auburn, tough loss. But sis, they will beat Bama in November. And the St. John's Red Storm, sis, the Big East is back in New York. Those are my closing thoughts. Good, sis. Well, first of all, let's get something straight. They're not beating Bama, number one. Number two, my Seton Hall Pirates will will give you guys – you guys just picked up another good kid two weeks ago. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Now, I know. I watched the papers, but we will split with you, I believe. And I want to know, does Beelan have, like, one of those real big barbecue things on his deck? Because when he loses this bet, we're going up there. He thinks this is a joke. Oh, hell yeah, we're going want, up there. I want, I want lobster tail and filet mignon. Well, sis, you know what, sis? We're going to change this. After we go up there and he cooks, okay. he's coming back here to finish these walls. So oh, he's going to have a long yeah. day. Part of the bet, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you can respond. You don't play. Keep mine short. Um, 
<laughs> this is gonna be a good weekend because the Broncos are gonna go two and one, and um, and also Clemson's <laughs> gonna lose to the Wolfpack on Saturday, so I'm gonna have back to back days to terrorize her. Yeah. So, go, go Jets, Jeff Life, and go Wolfpack. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> First one I got, fish, fish, you look great in St. John's red. Yes, yes, yep, yep. Yeah, I'm still waiting for uh, Mr. Big to get me my Seton Hall hat. That was about two months ago. <laughs> we can make a Christmas list of all the things we owe people. So. Yeah, exactly. Guys, by the way, breaking news, six months now, Carson still doesn't have his K&K stuff. I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, this That's is all right, John. You don't have to do Kurt's pictures until I get crumb cake. So hold on, I, I think I think I'm still waiting a year for Kenny's um, Braves mask. Oh yeah, yeah. You and Long John, you, me and Jen are waiting for our Knicks mask with those. Yeah. With those, those I are forgot, God. I forgot about your mask, John. That's God. awesome. That I forgot. And that by I the way, forget. Kenny. By the way, let's Kent says, let's see if Kenny has our records tomorrow with our picks for the year. Yeah, that's good. I got our records. Poor Carson, still waiting Poor on his Carson shirts. Poor Carson for the shirts. That's amazing, man. And Beelan's right with the masks. Me, him, and Jen yeah. were going to get Nick's mask. He was going to get a Braves mask. Nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? Well, Paul's waiting for his Sports Illustrated picture. <laughs> Mark. I'm waiting for crumb cake. And I think sis, I think we owe each other ten dinners at at, at Steve's. Steve's yeah, which is, that's that's okay. casino. You know, that's okay. That can happen. Mm -hmm. No, I'm joking. I'm saying we owe each other everything. Yep, it's all good. You all made me forget my last final thought. Of which and wagers tomorrow? <laughs> NC State best bet. I'm going to Atlantic City on Saturday. I'll be. Doing a little live, I'll do a little live video we can put on next week from the sports book. There you go. I'll put my ticket up there. I mean, give me your best bets and I'll throw them in at the sports book. That's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. All right, boys. Very good. Great show. Good Great show. show. See you guys next week. I want week. to thank Paul for coming on. Giants, Giants report. Yep. All our commenters and the uh, comments were. Hot and heavy tonight. Appreciate you all. Absolutely. Tomorrow, I guess, pickers Amari for the football show. Switching wagers. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>